to good land the land where everything is good because what is better than hanging out with two best friends i am one of those best friends my name is norin shearer i'm the other my name is michael bandhauer how's it going it is going pretty well michael how was your week uh good very busy i think i mentioned it last time but i helped my my wife with um, a styled shoot where they showed off a whole bunch of wedding flowers. So that was incredible. Check out her, her social profiles um, if you get a chance. She's put in a whole lot of work and that, that's what I was doing um, most of the weekend is working with her to, to make sure everything went smoothly. Um, that and school and work. So it's been probably the busiest I've been in a very long, long time. So I'm glad to be able to kind of rest now. Well, what about yeah. you, Norin? That sounds that sounds like a full plate. Um, I <laughs> it is the fullest the plate has been. Yeah, I, I luckily I guess I wasn't I wasn't that busy. Um, I you know just my usual work and then trying to get things taken care of in the evenings when I get home. Um, my brother moved back in, so you know now it's it's back to the four of us living here. Um, my Good parents times. my parents were empty nesters for like three months before we all came back so um now it's just like old times again so we spent the weekend getting logan moved in um him and i on sunday went to go see um demon slayer the movie um, oh neat that is a it's really good anime um i I watched it in two days so that we could go see the movie the day that he got home. So I binged the whole thing in two days. I finished the last episode of the show as we were walking out the door to get in the car to go to the movie. So that was, that was my weekend project was binging Demon Slayer and it was very worth it. It was, it was a very good show. Um, and yeah, that sounds like a lot of work, but also a lot of fun. Yeah. And it was, it was a fantastic movie. It, it was great. So I'm really glad that we got to go do that. Um, really glad that my brother is back um that's fun we've always been good friends him and i get along really well so we're pretty lucky yeah. in that regard and it it's awesome to have him back here yeah how's that dynamic both like being adults now <laughs> it's interesting like it's all adults in the house <laughs> yeah yeah especially coming off of like i was renting a house before i moved back in here and he was in the dorm so we were both used to being on our own so coming back is it's pretty interesting but luckily our parents are pretty chill about it you know they give us our space and let us do yeah our own thing and they're not you know they're not too um up in our business they you know they give us the the space that we need so that's nice um but it, it, it is interesting um it doesn't matter a ton now that I'm working because I'm not home very much anymore. <laughs> I'm gone most of the day. <laughs> yeah, you're gone most of the day. So yeah, and then I'm only back enough time to 
eat dinner and then pass out so yeah but but yeah it's good it's good and we're, we're pretty lucky that everything that everyone gets along so well so yeah i mean it definitely you guys have always had a good dynamic so that, that's good to know so yeah and good times yeah well i guess let's let's go ahead and dive in um to this week's to this week's topic yeah let's do this we have some some good things here today yeah so we were a little bit inspired by our yahoo answers binge and we decided to find another kind of crowdsource community built internet <laughs> uh, internet hosting site internet information delivery system and uh, we have selected for this week wikihow so Michael and I have compiled a list of some of WikiHow's uh, most important and just weirdest WikiHow's <laughs> that they have to offer. Um, Michael, I don't know if you noticed it as you were going through, but I would just kept hitting the um, the random page button on WikiHow to find these. And I found- oh, I did not know that there was a random page. Oh yeah, there was a random button. And I'm not sure if they're tailored to like try and match what they think your interest might be or what, but I kept getting a bunch of stuff like how to's for games like RuneScape and Neopets. And like, <laughs> oh, Neopets. What like a Webkins and Animal Jam. I kept getting how to's for stuff like that. Um, so I don't know if it's like tailored for my interests and so if like wikihow <laughs> knows that i'm into video games so it was just trying to show me whatever it could or maybe wikihow is just like the go-to place for neopets and runescape questions it's what one, one it's <laughs> it, one of those two options that that may, may be an option one of those i <laughs> i think i definitely was able to just kind of jump through randomly i think my strategy was just going into google and start typing in wiki how how to and just see what came up <laughs> and just kind of hop in the in suggested search mm -hmm. that's typically what i went through but man this this randomized button that does sound fun <laughs> yeah there is there's quite a plethora to behold so let's let's dive in i suppose um this first one that i have for you michael is something that I know had like I've wondered about a lot and I bet it's something that our listeners have wondered a lot too they've really wanted to find an answer for this so let's dive into how to annoy people in elevators oh I like the the specifics of elevators <laughs> yes and, and one thing that I would like to direct your attention to Michael this is co-authored by the WikiHow staff so this article was made by the trained team of editors and researchers who validated it for accuracy and comprehensiveness, which Not means bad. Notice how it says validated it for accuracy and comprehensiveness. That means this is tested. This is tried and true facts here. This has been battle tested <laughs> in the in the heat, the heart of the moment. People have have tried these steps and have annoyed many people in many elevators they know what is up they know how to do it <laughs> and 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 rightly so because as this states here an elevator is the perfect environment to be a prankster 
it, it's easy to annoy people when you're in a cramped space. So let's let's dive into some of their tips here. Okay, method let's one. See what, let's see what they have to offer. Yeah, method one says we're going to actually use the elevator itself. Push every button. This is a tried and true classic. You know, you walk in, hit every button on the elevator. And, and I like the detailed instructions here. When someone comes in, say, I've got this before you push all the buttons. <laughs> push all of them. I love that. You can also push all the buttons as you reach the floor you're getting off at. If someone asked why you push the buttons, you can honestly say, it was just a joke. Because that's the number one rule. If you say it's just a joke, people can't get mad at you. That's true. I'm pretty sure that is like a standard contract that our founding fathers wrote in the Constitution. <laughs> yeah. Has this ever happened to you, Michael? Has anyone ever pushed all the buttons on an elevator that you were on? Uh, I definitely have had a kid push a lot of buttons. Um, that, I think that was more just a kid being a kid. <laughs> never, never an adult, you know, never like a, a buddy the elf type figure <laughs> pushing all of the buttons do you think the kid knew what he was doing like was it malicious intent he read this wiki how article and was like i just can't he's cracking his knuckles at home over during his computer time. <laughs> he, he practiced you know he he could have norin and and if so he he did it well he did not tell me it's a joke though he, oh. he did not tell me so well that means you have every right to get annoyed at him so <laughs> Next up, make a dinging noise as you reach each floor. Every time Not it reaches bad. a new floor, say ding. You can also make other noises if you prefer, such as a bird calling or an explosion. This is not limited to just dinging. Don't, you know, let your creativity loose on this one. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Talk to your reflection in the mirror. Many elevators have mirrors on the wall. A great way to be mischievous is to carry out a running commentary while you look at yourself in the mirror. You could look at yourself, turning to catch different angles and say, all right, all right, now we're talking very loudly. See, I just love looking at this picture. I love all of the diversity we have between their outfits. What building is this that warrants such different outfits? My favorite is the the tie beneath the trench coat, but with like a beanie. It looked like the shower like a, cap. That yeah, it's wearing. like a it looks like a, a Rasta hat more than <laughs> your traditional beanie. So, and we're supposed to expect that the lady looking in the mirror is the weird one in this elevator. <laughs> there, there are definitely others. I definitely get the vibe that like this guy on the far left wants to kill someone. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The woman in the mirror looks like the most normal out of all three characters in this <laughs> shot here. That, that is the real thing that we have going on here. She's just fitting in. <laughs> Dance to the elevator music. While you want to be annoying, you should avoid bumping into or touching the other people. This might get you into trouble. Don't worry about dancing well. You can even do a dance that doesn't go with the music, like the chicken dance to classical music. <laughs> Oh no. Look at look at this guy on his phone. He's dialing 911 right now. <laughs> send help. <laughs> Please send help. I like that this guy on the far right is making a return. <laughs> he is now facing this woman. This, this guy was his is target fed the whole time. <laughs> this guy has had two weirdos in his elevator. <laughs> Announce every floor. 
at every floor, make a loud announcement telling everyone the floor number. Say something like, everyone going to floor 10, get off now, no time to dilly-dally. You can also pretend to conduct people on the elevator saying all aboard the elevator train. You can use your own voice mm -hmm. or you can mimic the voice that every pre-recording seems to have. Every pre-recording ever <laughs> has this voice. Oh boy. <laughs> what, what voice is it, Michael? Go ahead. What's your best impression of the pre every pre-recording ever voice? Every pre-recording ever? Yeah. <laughs> Be something like, this is floor 11. <laughs> that that very halted speech. That's pretty good. What is this guy reading? I don't know. It, is it this a book with one page? <laughs> it, it looks very plain or a book without a cover. <laughs> book with one page, book without a cover. It is one of those. Oh my gosh. What the? Explain that, that you've lost a beast. When the elevator is going from the bottom floor to the top, as soon as the doors close, exclaim that you lost your tarantula snake scorpion, but confirm it was somewhere in the elevator. Most people will probably see this as a joke. However, if somebody <laughs> looks seriously alarmed or is starting to panic, let them know you are not being serious. If you are worried about causing panic, make it an imaginary beast, such as a niffler or a unicorn. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just, I can't imagine getting into an elevator and then someone looking me in the eyes and saying, help, I've lost my unicorn. <laughs> like, I seriously don't know how I would react to that. See, honestly, I think that would worry me more than a scorpion. <laughs> Am I with a mentally stable person right now? Am I going to be killed? <laughs> well, don't worry. As soon as you start to panic, he'll let you know it's a joke. So. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, that's the rule is you need to one, let them know you're joking. <laughs> Okay, I do kind of like this one. Build in or add something to the elevator. Like just bring Legos and, and build a Lego city in the middle of the elevator. That's kind of uh, fun. I am a fan. That, that I like, is, <laughs> I, I like this one. It took us seven tips, but we finally found a good one. Just talk to people. And I talk to people as number eight. If I'm in an elevator, don't look at me. You know, don't... <laughs> Yeah, Face it's... away from me. Don't make any noise. We are silent. We're going from point A to point B. Just you don't need to do any of the other crazy stuff in here. If you mm -hmm. want to annoy me in an elevator, <laughs> just say hi and I am done. I, I am annoyed. That's all I needed. <laughs> I agree. You know, some small talk is okay. Like, hey, how's it going? You know, but then like anything beyond that point, nah, we don't need that. Let's, let's look at these. Um, these suggestions that they have for these annoying topics. You're probably wondering why I've gathered you here today. Alternatively, you can say any of these lovely ideas. Hold a lecture on a random subject like the mating ritual of the greater sage crowds. <laughs> Pretend to be the leader of an obscure religion like the church of the flying spaghetti monster. Don't, don't walk to anyone. Instead, roll back your eyes and say in a demonic voice, I must find a suitable host body. Around, what, what would that sound like, Norin? <laughs> I must find a more suitable host body. <laughs> a little bit of uh, Bruce Wayne in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just peeling back the eyelids. I. That's yeah. No. getting called. That was all of method one. Oh no. <laughs> Method two is being loud, sing a song, play loud music, play an instrument badly. 
read to yourself loudly, clear your throat every few seconds. Don't be a jerk. This one, you <laughs> thought this was going to be, you thought this was going to be a sixth tip on how to be annoying, but this is just a disclaimer. Don't be a jerk. Yeah, WikiHow is the first to acknowledge the fine line between being lighthearted and mischievous and being a jerk. You're looking That's to true. brighten the day of your fellow passengers instead of making an annoying racket. <laughs> uh, if that is honesty, truly your goal, might I recommend not doing any of this? <laughs> I was going to say, like, honestly, maybe like two of those things would brighten my day. <laughs> maybe <laughs> if they caught me in the good mood. Honestly, I think it would be the Lego City. If you're the Lego yeah, City. Lego City is my top one. And then maybe like playing an instrument. But that would like, be pretty amusing. Yeah, see, that, that would be kind of fun. That's like in high school when they did a band concert in the bathroom, you know? That like, was, yeah, you know, that was the final song senior prank when they set up. Oh, speaking, Michael, great segue here. Yeah. Speaking of the flannel socks, our new theme song was written by our good friend Parker Hinshaw. You can find him at Kuzco Beats on Twitter, K U Z C O B E A T S. Parker was in this band that played in the bathroom at high school. It was part of the senior prank. They set up their instruments in the bathroom. They brought in the drum kit and all the amps for the guitars and the speakers for the mic. And they played a full on concert with their original yeah. songs. It was so bathroom. fun. It was fantastic. It brightened my day. It did. Yeah. And it would be even better if it was an elevator. Yeah, I, I, full support of playing an instrument well in an elevator or building a Lego city. Yes. Other than that, nah, not going to brighten my day. Now, what I would like to do next, we'll skip method three. The questions and answers section here. Um, here here's a question. Is asking people jokingly for weird and unusual items an effective way to prank in an elevator? And this, Oh, see, I would say yes. I would say yes as well. And it looks like 53 people would agree with us. Uh, the answer says, totally. Don't ask for something inappropriate, like a condom or anything like that. But you could definitely ask people for something unusual. Like, anybody here have a flute I could borrow? Uh, yeah, that, that would make me laugh. I'd say that would be something that, that would brighten my day. What if there is another prankster inside the elevator with me unintentionally? <laughs> I think in that case, only one of you leaves. <laughs> only one of you is allowed to leave the elevator alive. <laughs> this elevator isn't big for the two of us. <laughs> uh, the answer says, try to go along with what they're doing. Act like you're in on it, even though you probably aren't. That would annoy said prankster while they attempt to annoy the other passengers. <laughs> Imagine being That's the passenger. Oh. <laughs> I would hate being a passenger in there. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like you've got your prank supplies ready. You've got your, your unopened Lego Millennium Falcon that you're ready to crack <laughs> open on the inside of this elevator. You open it up and there's someone playing a trumpet inside and you're like, God, no, again? Again. <laughs> you would need to like I work out the on this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, you get Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I get Tuesdays and Thursdays. There's like a bulletin board in the in the <laughs> hallway of the hotel, and it's like this calendar you have to put sticky notes on to claim your spots. The designated elevator prankster. 
oh god can i fake a bomb threat that would totally annoy people no bomb threats are very serious and it would not be a good idea to fake one under any circumstances you might be arrested that's pretty sensible advice yeah definitely i (laughs) do not do that please Uh, warnings if building management receives a complaint you may also you may have a trespassing word filed against you that's a good warning i'm glad they put that at the the very bottom there well that it, it i feel like michael that's probably more than you ever thought you wanted to know about how to prank people on an elevator but do you think do you think you learned do you feel like an expert at elevator pranks now yeah, I definitely think I, I learned quite a lot. I learned, you know, that there, uh, there's a fine line. You know, there are some things that would be pretty funny. Like I like to think, what would I like to see in an elevator? You know, maybe I can fulfill that wish for someone else. <laughs> you know, maybe I can can achieve that for someone else. So I definitely think I learned, you know, when I feel the desire to prank someone in an elevator, I've got a few tricks up my sleeve. Should the, should the time arise, should the- should the need for an for an elevator prankster present itself you're, you're <laughs> I am not ready you're not the elevator prankster the city needs but you're the one it deserves <laughs> there we go all right why i think it's your turn to teach me something michael I, yeah, i'm, I think I'm so. raring and ready to learn all right yeah let me know when you're able to to see my screen here i can see it clear as day Okay, so I wanted to start, I'm starting at the very bottom because again, I wanted to show off that this article has been co-authored by their trained team of editors and researchers who validate it for accuracy and comprehensiveness. Fantastic. (laughs) So we've got two of those on our side here and it has 232 votes and 88% have given it four four and a half, four and a third stars. So that's impressive. And it has been updated within this month. <laughs> so so, <laughs> so it's, a relevant, it's a relevant article. Yeah, it's a relevant topic. And here we go. How to prevent or survive a monkey attack. <laughs> so someone on April 8th decided that it needed an update. <laughs> they got attacked and they were like, there was not enough in here to keep me safe. <laughs> it was missing this key bit of information. <laughs> yeah. Next time. In my personal monkey attack, this is what I thought it was missing. Yeah, so the first one, taking proper precautions. So dress appropriately. You know, it's best to wear plain and simple clothing. So dress like this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Just in a polo and khakis. How many times times do you know you're going to get attacked by a monkey before you get attacked by a monkey? (laughs) That's a a good point. You know, one thing I love about this is like, how limited you have between these options like like think of us Norin. we're not allowed to wear our glasses or even contacts, contacts <laughs> we're not allowed to... we have to wear contacts <laughs> oh there we go we we have to wear so have to wear contacts and then we can't have our hair tied up in the back so we, you can't bring your wallet otherwise the monkey's gonna rob you <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're, they're they give us some limits so if you're going into monkey territory no glasses no ponytails no bags wallets just contacts polos and khakis so i guess this is saying that you in you should just always be prepared for a monkey attack because you're not going to have time to change 
into your monkey valid point yeah you're not going to be able to change into your monkey fighting clothes so you should just always be prepared i I need to go change (laughs) yeah we need to go change um you know it says do not wear jewelry remove all piercings you know leave anything shiny at home (laughs) so and i love here for example sequent covered shirts (laughs) dang it (laughs) Well, what about my shiny teeth in me? You know, I can't, yeah. I can't, oh, I can't help man. this natural gleam I've got. <laughs> yeah, the, that glint in your eye, can't bring <laughs> it. So we, we do have some dress appropriately. Um, and then finally, <laughs> we have this graphic. Norin, please tell me what has happened based on this know. graphic. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to take a guess. So the, uh, the, Flexed arm times four. I think that is saying that on average, the, a human is four times as strong as a monkey. Okay, so you're gonna I have, got the other impression. <laughs> oh, it takes four human arms to be as strong as one <laughs> monkey arm. <laughs> <laughs> See, this would be good to figure out. <laughs> what I don't understand is, so apparently over here in, in the right side of the graphic, it looks like the monkey now possesses the ability to revert through evolution and turn into a single cell (laughs) organism. I believe so. And it's saying this is the distance. They don't provide a measurement. (laughs) So keep this distance from the monkey because they are either four times your strength or or they can turn into amoebas. Yeah, waiting to pounce and turn back into monkey form (laughs) i I love the very first sentence of that paragraph set aside your fantasies about getting close (laughs) to a cute and lovable monkey there goes that fantasy every dream i've had in my life has been leading to me getting close to a cute and lovable monkey Uh keeping your distance is an important step in preventing a monkey attack remember oh look at that some species of monkey have up to four times the strength <laughs> okay so norin this would have ended very poorly for you i yeah i obviously was not prepared for a monkey attack they are unpredictable their bites are dangerous due to the high levels of bacteria in their mouths they commonly carry oh, rabies so that must be bacteria yeah so bacteria Beware monkeys, they are just, they're going to mess you up <laughs> in any way. Now, see, this this right here does not help me put away fantasies of a cute, loving monkey. <laughs> I know. This like person is feeding it. them. <laughs> you know, do not feed the monkeys. They couldn't even put like an X over <laughs> this picture. <laughs> this is more of an invitation than anything else. <laughs> yeah. This makes me want to feed them. This guy's doing it. Why can't I? So, you know, don't feed the monkeys. You know, they they can tell what you have. (laughs) It's going to attract others. It may seem like innocent fun, but please do not feed the monkeys. (laughs) Now, Norin, we have another graphic here. I think, you know, this one, you know, no singing, no yelling. <laughs> this one, though. I don't even know. <laughs> this looks like the Joker. 
I'm assuming just because somehow I have the knowledge inside me that you shouldn't like bare your teeth at monkeys, but this is excellent imagery. <laughs> it looks like they turned his lips into intestines. <laughs> They're all like piggly. <laughs> and this monkey is ginormous. Massive. <laughs> That's like King Kong. So, so do not do any of these things when you're you, near King Kong. Do you think Godzilla read this article before challenging <laughs> Kong to the fight? <laughs> That's what the 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 April 8th edition <laughs> to this. It's just yeah, it's Godzilla typing with a little T-Rex arms on a giant laptop. Uh, um and then finally <laughs> It's now the monkey's turn to, to look a little bit ugly. So do not take pictures. Um, apparently they, they don't like selfie takers because somehow it interprets their own reflection in the camera lens as strange and a potentially dangerous monkey. Wow. This is something that I learned. You know, the so other things I could have assumed, but. All monkeys have really low self-esteem. They take one look at themselves <laughs> and they just go into full attack mode. Do we, instead of learning how to protect ourselves from monkeys, maybe we need to teach monkeys to protect themselves from themselves. That's, that may be valid. I mean, that may be what we need to change this article to, how to appreciate and uplift monkeys. Yeah, how to, how to bring a monkey to therapy. <laughs> And then here is our monkey friend up close and personal. So dealing with monkey aggression. So this is this is the actual fight now. Now, <laughs> yeah, now we're done getting... preparing. Now we're yeah, in the now, thick now of we're it. Preparing. So if a monkey is telling you it feels threatened, it might behave in an aggressive manner. If it blinks, exaggerated yawn, it gives you a big smile or bears its teeth. So those are our four trigger actions. And if it does any of those, those all Speed signify away. monkey aggression? I think so. I feel like I've never seen a monkey not do one of those things. I think all monkeys have just wanted to kill you. <laughs> they just haven't <laughs> been able to. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't realize I was like the anti-monkey. <laughs> they just always blink, smile, and yawn. That's okay. like half of the things I do <laughs> on a regular basis. <laughs> Um, but if they do any of those, stand your ground. Don't run away. So don't run away or show your fear. You need to be aggressive, but somehow not too aggressive. So back away slowly while facing the monkey and avoid direct eye contact. So that's going to be our solution. And show them your empty palms. <laughs> so, and mm. finally, um, don't panic. If you're getting wailed on by a monkey don't panic just just don't <laughs> <laughs> just let it happen just calm down and just and give let it the your camera you. <laughs> <laughs> they they will take your items in exchange i guess <laughs> you can trade you can bargain you can barter for your freedom with the monkeys <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then finally, do, do treat any of your wounds. <laughs> Is it a doctor? If you get bit, please. Um, <laughs> I was expecting more of a self-defense lesson here. I'm a little disappointed. Basically, what they told me is not how to fight off, uh, fight off a monkey successfully. 
but they taught me how to get beat up by a monkey. Yeah, they pretty much told you how to be submissive. <laughs> they told you how to take it. That that was pretty much it. So, um, you know, what what should you do if a monkey walks towards you empty empty handed? Open your hands and show you have nothing. They're curious and will lose interest. You will become boring <laughs> to the monkey. You know, and that or they'll be upset that you tricked them. That's true, and just instantly attack. <laughs> what are I think, monkeys afraid of? Yeah, I was gonna say. I think my favorite looking through these was what are monkeys afraid of, and it says they're afraid of loud sounds. But remember, do not scream or yell. <laughs> <laughs> we we have this duality here, so you're not allowed to scream. <laughs> but if you have fire cracker, crackers or a gun, if I just if. I guess if I had the gun, I guess it would be more humane to scare the monkey away with a gunshot. Yeah, I mean, first instinct might be to shoot it, but... But they're four times know. as strong as you, so it's going to take four times as many bullets to kill a monkey as it is to kill a person. <laughs> I don't so know if that's how it works. But... It's, a, it's a better, it's a better um, use of your resources to just use it to make the noise and scare them away. Yeah, I think that would be the, the best. This one, you know, should I take back my belongings? No. <laughs> Wait until they belong to the interest. <laughs> like, okay, WikiHouse said you get five minutes. My turn now. Setting a timer, and then we're going home. <laughs> then, then we're going. Um, so this is, you know, this is how to be able to prevent or survive a monkey attack. They didn't really focus too much on surviving a monkey attack, just... <laughs> you know, surrender, submit, and hope that they... Hope for the best. Yeah, hope for the best, you know, and, and that's all that I could offer, you know, at the end of the day, that's all I could offer. But again, remember that this has been reviewed by a trained team of editors and researchers. They've so... tested it for accuracy. <laughs> so th this is how you can survive a monkey attack, and they also have it in other languages. So... No, you can no matter fight what international part, monkeys. <laughs> international monkeys, there are always <laughs> options available. So, I like to picture a, like three individuals in WikiHow green polo shirts going to the zoo and just like pounding on the glass <laughs> of the monkey enclosure. Just testing out different things, seeing which one will work best. Hey, dummy, Ooh. fight me. It has different pictures for the different it does. languages? That's, that's what I wanted to, to find. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, everyone who is <laughs> testing this out, you know, you may not be able to learn it, but at least you can see the pictures. And what's hilarious is because I was asking you what these pictures interpreted as if you couldn't read the language. <laughs> In this scenario, you would literally only have to go off of the pictures. Oh my god. Our, okay, ours didn't say anything about throwing rocks at the monkeys. <laughs> it did not. Russians are on a different level. Norman. They actually get to fight the monkeys. Russians you, you have. Can, you can only. Yeah, punch, Russians get to fight them. You can only punch Russian monkeys. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that that's going to be the Russian one. I'm gonna just because I'm here. I have to see. Uh, let's choose one other language, Norin. Okay. It's got to be Italian, right? Okay. Let's go to the Italian monkeys. Oh, looks like it's going to be Dang the same. It. So you can fight Italian monkeys as well. 
That's, I guess that I guess that is a I I complained, but I guess that is a plus. Yeah. You can, you can also fight back against the Italian monkeys. True. All right, so I think it's your turn. Let's let's share some more knowledge here. Okay. All right. I've got a good one. And and this one is um it's going to be pretty useful, I think probably not to me, but to many others. And, and you know, really it would be selfish of me to only present pre present these that would be helpful to me. You know, I'm in a position, I have a platform on the internet. I should be, you know, helping others. And so True. that is why today I'm going to teach you how to apologize to a cat. No way. I have that too. <laughs> <laughs> now, so. this isn't very helpful to me because I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> More success stories. We got to come back to this. <laughs> Heather Landry's success story with her cat Oreo. <laughs> Thank goodness. We've got to uh, come back to that. I will save those for later. Um, but author info. So this one is not, take this one with a grain of salt. This one has not been tested for accuracy by the WikiHow staff. So we don't know for sure. We haven't tested this, but maybe, you know, maybe we can do that here in Goodland. Let's go apologize yeah, to cats this week. That's our assignment for this week. We're going to go apologize to cats and we're going to see, we're going to put this to the test. <laughs> Does, so, are you implying that we have to do something to offend the cat? Well, and <laughs> I don't know much about cats because I'm allergic to them, but if I know one thing, it's, it's, it's kind of easy to upset a cat, right? That's a very valid, valid point. And sometimes maybe you just need to apologize to a cat to make them feel superior, just to boost their ego a little bit. You know, maybe that's just a good tactic. Maybe you don't even need to have done anything wrong. Oh, no. Sorry, let me try that again. Oh, no. <laughs> You've done something to deeply offend your cat, and now she won't even let you come near her. Fortunately, it is possible to earn a cat's forgiveness. This article will show you not only how to apologize to your cat, but will also show you how to do it safely so you don't get scratched. How to survive a cat attack resulted from a failed apology. The step one in apologizing to your cat is apologizing to your cat. <laughs> Choose a good time. You know, if your cat's still visibly angry, you'll need to give him some time before you approach him. Let him cool off a bit. If your cat is running away from you, maybe leave behind a treat in a place she can find. This will let her know that you're sorry and still care about her. A frightened cat should be approached with care. What have you done to your cat to make it so afraid of you? I know. Honestly, though, all of those things would apply to people as well. That's true. If you've offended a person, let them cool off. You know, maybe leave them a little treat somewhere. Yeah, hide, hide it, but not too hard to find. Just a little game, a little fun. <laughs> I just leave a little Oreo under Norrin's pillow. <laughs> I just open it up, crack it open. <laughs> All is forgiven. <laughs> Determine the offense. What did you do to make your cat so mad at you? Did you make fun of her? Did you step on her tail? Did you take her spot on the couch? If you offended your cat by making fun of her, you will probably have to offer some treats and praise. <laughs> that one's a no-brainer. Cats are very sensitive. They definitely are. They don't like to be made fun of. I mean, no one does, but especially not a cat. No, certainly not a cat. 
if you took your cat's favorite spot on the couch, consider vacating the spot and giving your cat a treat. Okay. It's funny to me, like, how different cats and dogs are. Like, the whole thing with dogs, you know, is that, you know, you try and train them to behave better. So if if you had a dog who was very particular about sitting in one space on the couch, you might try and train it to sit on the other end of the couch, you know? But yeah. with a cat, you're just like, the house is yours, friend. I live to serve you. <laughs> True. I, I, am, I am your pawn. Yeah, I think half of the these solutions have been give it a treat. <laughs> Worship the cat. Yeah, let the cat know that it's the boss of you. Approach it slowly and then talk to it. Tell her I'm sorry. You might even use your cat's name. That'll make it a little bit more personal. Make sure you're using a soft, calm voice. Your cat may not necessarily understand your words, but they'll understand your tone. Do not use a loud, shrill voice. Cats have sensitive hearing and you will only annoy your cat. And, and this is interesting. In stark contrast to our article about monkeys, for cats, you're supposed to blink slowly. A trusting cat will blink slowly. You can show your cat that you trust her by blinking slowly. But if you True. blink at a monkey, you're showing that monkey aggression. Yeah, that monkey's going to kill you. And it's, it's a good thing that we read these two articles because you might you might have tried, if we had read this first and not read the monkey attack, you might have tried blinking at a monkey to get it to calm down. And you'd only be fanning the flames with those little eyelashes of yours. <laughs> yeah, that, that would not end well at all. You, you would be in a lot of trouble, that's for sure. You've got to pet your cat in their favorite spots. You got to play games with them. You got to give them some attention because Lord knows they need it. Praise and compliment them. If you've made fun of or laughed at your cat, you may have offended her. Offer your cat treats and tell your cat how wonderful and beautiful she is. Use a soft, mm -hmm. gentle tone. Your cat may not necessarily understand your words, but they'll know you're talking to them and saying nice things. A soft, gentle tone to say how wonderful and beautiful she is. How sweet. <laughs> Give your cat what she wants within reason. <laughs> within reason. That's true. If your cat I don't know wanted what to they sit, would want outside of reason, but <laughs> yeah, how how deep does a cat's desire go? What are they, what are they not telling us? Part two seems to be for if your apology didn't work, if your cat is holding a grudge, you're slowly making peace offerings to the cat with treats. Leave a little surprise for your cat. Leave it in a spot where you'll know they'll be. <laughs> Add treats to the food. Give them some special food. Oh, give your cat weed. There we go. Just get them super stoned. They won't be mad. <laughs> They'll just forget everything that they're upset about. This should have just been one step. <laughs> if your cat's mad at you, scratch out the rest of the article. Just drug Here's them. some weed. <laughs> just drug your cat. I thought that was bread. Yeah, no, that's not. Give your cat a toy. It's a weird looking toy. You have to learn to read cat's body language. This will also help you survive an attack from a cat. <laughs> True. I don't know if we're going to see how to fight a cat, but. 
watch the tail and the ears and the eyes and the face and the body. So just look at your cat. This yeah, is look, every look part at your cat. Watch, watch it's everything. This was every part of the cat. How? Do, okay, so after you've apologized to the cat, how do you really know if you're if 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 you were successful? How do I know if a cat forgave me? It'll come up to you and look for more attention. It'll also look calmer, etc. You can't put you can't put etc. after only one thing. <laughs> that was just one be, thing. There has to be at least two things. You have to at least attempt to start a list in order to say etc. Because <laughs> I don't know writing an essay. Calmer and what? Is there a quick way to apologize for little things? Weed. <laughs> My cat's a little bit of a drama queen. And they get upset. I don't have time to leave peace offerings every day. <laughs> but apparently you're in luck if that's the case. You can just say sorry cat's name in a sweet apologetic voice. As step four says, your cat may not necessarily understand your words, but she'll understand your tone. This is like... Wise man once said, your cat may not necessarily understand your words. And clearly they're just quoting themselves. Yeah. But 119 people found that helpful. That's quite a lot. Oh, my man. cat looks, cat's leg looks exactly like my daughter's stuffed toy. I saw what I thought was the toy under the bed, but it was the cat's leg. I heard a loud screech. How can I regain her trust? Follow the steps here. Did you even read the article, you <laughs> dipshit? <laughs> I think that's pretty valid. Did you even look at it? She, This community member is trying so hard to be nice. Follow the steps, obviously. Just Give her space to approach her. So now that we know that, let's let's look at some success stories here. Yeah, we flagged this to come back and revisit, so. My cat Oreo got mad. I don't know why, and she bit me. I, surprised, yelled at her and hit her head. Not enough to, not enough to her. To what? <laughs> not enough to what? To kill her? <laughs> <laughs> to hurt her? Who knows? <laughs> Not, not enough to conscript her into a battle against a legion of monkeys. <laughs> not enough to her, and she ran out of my room into my parents' bedroom. I read this and followed the main steps. She went back into my room and hopped on my bed. Then I pet her. She accepted, and now we're friends again. They rated yeah. this article zero stars. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to more. Let's see more of these more. success stories. Danny Wurz says, I'm a kid and I've had many pets before. We've had family cats, but I'm getting a kitten. My brother stepped on O'Malley's tail and this worked. So did Danny apologize for their brother? I don't know. We have family cats, but I'm getting a kitten. My brother stepped and this worked. Who knows? <laughs> Anonymous says, my cat was extremely upset with me because I didn't let him destroy my decorative tapestry. <laughs> I used all these tricks and it really worked. Wow. I don't, it is a shame that this doesn't say validated by the, by the WikiHow staff because judging by these success stories, this is a surefire way 
Mm-hmm. This I is feel like without fail would, the number one way. Yeah, I feel like people would run into this predicament much more than fighting monkeys. That, yeah. that could just be, you know, like regional bias. You know, I don't have any monkeys here, but <laughs> how many people do, you know? I feel like cats are a little bit more common than monkeys, but I may be wrong. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay, what do you think? Do we got time for one more? Uh, yeah, I, I think. We might have to revisit WikiHow maybe... because... I've got plenty left. Yeah, this I think this may be a good segment. So yeah, we might have to we might have to revisit this because this was really fun. Yeah. Okay, Norn, I'm gonna have you. We're going to to pick a number between mm. one and three. You you pick a number between one and three, and it will determine which one I, I share here. Three. Go big or go home. Okay, all right. Yeah, good. Go number. big or get beat up by a monkey. Okay, I really don't want to be beat up by a monkey, but we better go big. Okay. All right. What are we in for? <laughs> so, Norm, what does that say? How to fool your friends with a diary about coming from a different planet. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is what we're here for. So this is how we're going to fool our friends with the diary. So this one, um, you know, it, it doesn't look like it has been approved. So it hasn't been tested. A little, yeah, we're going to go a little bit on the edge here. Um, it has been updated as of February of this year. So, you know, somewhat new as 11 co-authors. So 11 people have contributed. Did this article help you? <laughs> I guess we'll find uh, out. Unfortunately, we don't have any success stories. You know, I think that's my only um, complaint here is that we don't have more success stories. But uh, step one, method one, I guess, is going to be writing the diary. So step one, that we're going sense. to get a diary. <laughs> First, get the diary. This way you can write all you need to fool your friends, Norton. Oh, good. It can also be a regular notebook. I was worried about that. <laughs> They leave it pretty open-ended, thankfully. Uh, next up is to write down the name of the planet you are from. Also, state where you were born on such as, right? I was born on the planet Conhora, and I was born in a tiny area of water called Conhoracy. <laughs> Make if your planet unique to you <laughs> i like that make it unique to you don't steal anyone else's planet. yeah they, if, if you really want to fool them and that's just rude to take someone else's planet also so, i i haven't written i haven't composed a diary myself but i'm pretty sure that most diaries don't start with like the day that you were born true <laughs> day one <laughs> i was born that, that's a very valid point that you make, Norin. <laughs> there aren't many times that you would need to do anything like that. Yeah. Day one, I was born. It was a lot wetter than I expected. <laughs> it was not fun, <laughs> let me tell you. So, yeah, write down the name of the planet. Make it unique to you. Okay. And then step three, write details of your birth. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> vivid and excruciating detail of the process of your birth yeah i just remember in you know 
in bio having to watch videos <laughs> in our science class. Didn't we do that with a substitute? Wasn't a substitute teacher who plugged it? Like Sheffield wasn't even there that day. I, I'm sure that was entirely on purpose as well. Yeah, yeah. We had a substitute teacher who put on the video of live birth for us in our high school AP bio class. Yeah, so we're going to duplicate that here. We're going to to give people, you know, details of our birth, just so it will help anyone reading our diary understand your facts better. On Konohora, birth takes place when. Um, it, the mother must first best a monkey in in single combat. And once the mother has bested the monkey, they take the monkey's heart and, <laughs> and consume it. And, and upon consuming it, they're able to expel an egg. And from that egg, a conhornian is hatched. Oh, no, <laughs> I'd buy it. I like here, you know, you're saying I was born at 2.30 a.m. on a as a beautiful fairy. I love how this implies that fairies also use a 24-hour scheduling system like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah wherever konohora is they have the exact same size sun that we do their planet is the same mass as earth so that it rotates at the same speed it's pretty much identical <laughs> um and then here write something about yourself too you know state your real name obviously because norin can't be a real name that must be an undercover name oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's my earth name exactly so and then you would come up with you know name my specific type of fairy is water <laughs> so you can be very specific here this sounds um, less like an alien journal and more like tinkerbell fairy hollow fan fiction <laughs> it does seem a little bit more fan fiction-y doesn't it so these are these are the options that we have here. You know, we get we get to say these things about ourselves, and then you get to write about great dangers you face compared to Earth. In this case, the Hagmoliums. <laughs> Norin, what would you think if you opened up a journal of mine? Which one? What are you doing opening up my journal? <laughs> I think that's the first question we need to ask. But then too. What would you think if you started reading this information here? If I so I read that you are from the planet Cornholia, you're a cornhole from the planet Cornholia, born in the Cornhole Sea, and you have you have you were born at two thirty a.m. and you've battled hag hagmoliums. Um, hagmoliums. My first reaction, if I read this, Michael, would. I think it, I don't even think maybe Michael is an alien. I don't think that would cross my mind <laughs> at all, except in the fact that this is a very strange thing to be writing about. I think that I would assume that you were writing some sort of like Diary of a Wimpy Kid style fantasy novel or something. <laughs> yeah. And, and you were just bad at it. I, I definitely would agree. I really want to know the person who wrote this help article. I want to know what their target audience is. The very first you know, the, were, like introduction sentence at the top of the page was like, have you ever wanted to convince your friends that you're an alien <laughs> from another planet? It's like, no, I don't think I have. That has never crossed my mind. <laughs> who has? You know, <laughs> here you get to write more about, this is pretty much creating a D&D character. You know, you, you create <laughs> yeah. a backstory, you choose some talents, you know, you have personality style, you know, you have some scary hook, 
And then, you know, finally, what you need to do once you've written this all up is be secretive. Take it everywhere with you. Accidentally leave it around, hoping that you have some whatever jerk friends would <laughs> read your diary, you know. <laughs> but you, you definitely you're just like bending down to, to pick up a pencil you drop on the floor, and you're like, oops, I dropped I dropped my journal. <laughs> oh Did no, you, Michael. I dropped my journal, Michael. <laughs> what a klutz I am. I dropped my journal. Can you believe it? Uh, it's just too far down for me to pick it up, though. So, Mil, hope Mil you don't just, read it. You know, it was like, we'll just stay there, I guess. <laughs> so, you know, drop subtle hints asking if they read it. You know, I hope you don't find out about the plans or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so be absolutely horrible. The, the, you know, and if they don't read it at first. That? You accidentally called him by an alien name. Did you see that? Yes, yeah. Flame. Oh, I'm sorry, Flame. Oh, I mean, Michael. <laughs> My bad. Slip of the tongue. See, th- this would not, you know, make me think that you are more of an alien, and it would just further reinforce, you know, maybe, maybe Norrin's not all there. Maybe I need <laughs> new <know>? friends. <laughs> <laughs> Something. Uh, he he's not all right, <laughs> Michael. It's been a great eighteen years of friendship, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to move on. Yeah. So, no flame, you know, don't go. I'm sorry. I mean, Norin, don't. Yeah, this one. Question one. My friends insisted it was fake and not real. Well, your friends are probably of average intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> so I like let the them... answer. <laughs> yeah, I like I look. My favorite part is this is equal parts helpful and not helpful. Let them believe what they want to believe. It's not like you're actually from a different planet. I had just gotten so into the fantasy that I was crafting that I forgot. I just couldn't handle them for not where... believing. Are there they are there tips and warnings if you scroll down? Yeah, let's see. Question tips. Be creative with your name. <laughs> like people are just roasting each other. If you're a water fairy, don't name yourself Ashfire obviously i thought we were aliens why are we fairies i think in the example they use fairies why they did that i don't know because yeah we're we're not was this copy and pasted from an article about how to convince your friends that you're a fairy with a journal um i hope not but it could be (laughs) that that could very well be exactly what we're looking at here um i think the warnings (laughs) ignore them if they're making fun of you Avoid them and make new friends to start tricking. Your sole purpose <laughs> in having friends is to convince them that you're an alien. No matter how many good times you've experienced with your friends before this, if you cannot fool them into believing you're an alien, they're worthless to you. They they are worthless, absolutely worthless. So I could see, you know, this has been rated about three out of five stars, but this is how you can trick your friends into thinking that you are an alien. How many stars would you rate this article, Michael? I'd probably rate this two stars. (laughs) (laughs) Only two. That's low. Only two. You know? They're not impressive. You weren't impressed. It's just not impressive. The thing is, is if I'm trying to fool my friends, it's I probably am not going to have it be a diary saying that I'm from a specific planet. I like how this isn't even like a category of saying how to fool friends. And one of the options is a diary. This is specifically built only 
around using a diary. This diary method is tried and true, the most surefire way to do it. You cannot trick your friends with anything <laughs> less than a diary. Yeah, you cannot. But they do have, you know, let's go. They've got a fun practical pranks. And I definitely think we're going to need to try out uh, another episode of how to go streaking. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. You know, I've step been wondering one. how to do this. Step one, take off your clothes. Step two, there is no step two. <laughs> Run. How to make April Fool's food. How to become a fool. And then it's just pictures of feet. I'm a little worried about that one. <laughs> uh, what anyways. does that mean? Oh, I really man. don't want to know. <laughs> well, that was very successful, I would say. Yeah, this was this was a very fun um, venture here. You know, it's not too often that we get to work on exploring all these different options here. And, you know, we had and we had a really good time. We did. We did. Why don't you go ahead and stop sharing your screen, Michael? Yeah, let's, let me... let's take let's take it back to the two of us. There we go. Fantastic. That was great. I think we'll have to revisit this again in the future because we hit two out of the like 10 that I had sent myself to, to look at. Yeah, same. I had so many. I had you choose between a few of them for that last one. So yeah, we'll definitely have to revisit it because this was a very fun topic. Um, but everyone, that's going to do it for this episode of Goodland. We hope you had as much fun as we did. I think we may have gone a little bit longer than we usually do, but we were just yeah i think we started a little late too so yeah but but we just had you know just a great we had information that we needed to share and like i said earlier we have a platform where we we can help people and so that's you know that's what we were going to set out to do with this episode so yeah we hope this, you, we, we hope you learned something this, this episode we've been able to cover apologies self-defense practical jokes and what else were we able to cover the very first one that we did was um annoying people in an elevator so just more pranks okay, yeah. yeah more we, pranks 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 self-defense apologies basically the three facets of life yeah i was gonna say you you perform this prank and depending on how it turns out self-defense or apology <laughs> <laughs> they might be in order they might be in order <laughs> oh man well everyone thank you so much for coming to the valley with us this week thank you for coming and visiting goodland we hope you had as much time uh with that as we did has it we hope you had as good a time as we did you definitely had as much time as we did because this episode is a set length it is a certain amount of time so you definitely had <laughs> as fixed. much time as we did but we hope you had as good a time as we did um thank you so much for coming to goodland if you are on youtube like and subscribe that really helps us out leave a comment for something you'd like to see us discuss in a future episode of goodland we would love to hear it um, you can also reach out to us on twitter instagram and facebook at goodland pod on twitter and instagram goodland on facebook so definitely let us know on our socials if there are anything you'd like us to talk about on goodland we would love to field some ideas from our creative audience as well um, if you're listening on itunes a five-star review really helps us the higher we can get on the chart, you know, the more visible we become. And then of course, just good old fashioned word of mouth. That's great. Tell people about us. That really helps. Um, if you enjoyed the new song, check out at Cusco Beats on Twitter, K-U-Z-C-O-B-E-A-T-S. 
Parker is a great friend of ours, super talented guy. We're super lucky to have him uh, compose that, that song for us. We're super honored to be able to, to put his work in front of our show. So definitely check out Parker's stuff. Um, we're super glad to have him helping us out with that. Um, and, and with that, everybody, this has been Goodland, and I'm glad you're alive. Thank you.